This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za. Executive Director of The Green Times, Eco Consultant and Coach. It's Alma Pollard. Morning, Alma. Good morning. Great to be with you. Yes, we try to publish regular updates. You can imagine that this time of the year is almost the most important time. Mm. Um, Green Times, as we've been focusing on climate change for many years since it became, we became aware of you know how important this crisis is, and um, <clears throat> and it's a massive battle. I think it's a it's a David and Goliath battle going on at COP17, which is why I also want people to I want to ask people to pray about this because this is mm. really important. Um, we've got um, you know I, I'm thinking. Um, the woman who spoke before I said, you know, when you go to a picnic and the child wants to run, or children want to run off, etc. I see it exactly like that. You know, the old fossil fuel producers just want to run off and say, no, 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 no. I We want to keep doing what we're wanting to do. But God said, this is creation and this mm. is the carrying capacity of this planet. And we need to rein ourselves in. We need to live in line with that. So there's this big tussle between, um, on the one hand, civil society and, and, and the climate vulnerable nations and the activists and the youth wanting to keep the cutoff 1.5 degrees as it's been for some, some decades. And now the fossil fuel producers want, actually want to shift this to two degrees because they say that's no longer possible 1.5. So they're fighting tooth and nail. Mm. And most of these producers also have their government support. So it's it's really a very important um, conflict going on in there. And we need to make sure that we, we hold them in our prayers because, you know, it's it's about us and our children and, and everybody else on this planet and, and nature as well. So it's interesting to... To watch the progress. The interesting thing also of this weekend was they took a, a recess on Sunday. Yes. They actually took the day off. And, and and our correspondent said so they went to swim in the Red Sea. Um and on top of dead corals. Oh my goodness. The irony. <laughs> because, because of the because of the heating of, of of the ocean. So the ocean is one of our, our, our planet's most important lungs. It absorbs carbon dioxide. So in the process, it's getting hotter and hotter and the sea life is dying. So that was just an interesting um, image for me to think of. Um, and so last week they were basically busy with drafting um, technical issues and drafting the wording for ministerial negotiations that's going on this week. And, you know, when I attended COP in uh, in Durban, it's incredible how every word on every piece of paper is is discussed and argued about for hours sometimes. It, it's an incredibly laborious process because it can go either way. And this is two camps. So Barbara Creasy has also joined the other African ministers. Mm -hmm. And they're trying to push for the hundred billion that uh, dollars that was pro promised to all the developing nations, and those impacted by climate change, um, and and the World Bank report says that South Africa needs eight hundred and sixty-six billion rand for adaptation between this year and twenty thirty, but it should also be funded through carbon taxes. And I so agree with that because we also have a very high climate footprint. I mean, we are the seventh in the world. Oh. So we are not really entirely a developing nation. We are one of the big culprits. So those who are 
emitting should for sure be be taxed as well. And so said uh, the Deb Davis, the Resilient Cities Initiative head, said we should also focus on ecosystems-based solutions like maintaining the rivers and the wetlands to minimize flooding and, of course, agroecology for food security, which we've spoken about quite a bit. Um, Elma, if we if we look at this behind the scene tussle now uh, between this conversation of saying 1.5 degrees is all that can still happen. I mean, if the, if the Earth warms up more than 1.5 degrees, it's catastrophic. And then you've got the other side saying that's unrealistic. We need to be more ambitious towards two degrees Celsius. Let's just ask the question straight out: What would happen if the Earth's temperature due to global warming were to increase by two degrees Celsius? What would happen? I mean, you know, to 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 answer this roughly, mm. you can take the consequences that we already experienced: the floods, the 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 droughts, the fires, etc., and all the all the. Uh, m- migration of people across the planet, which is already huge, you can just double that. Wow. I mean, a, f- a 0.5 degree difference is a huge difference in the climate system. It will mm-hmm. also trigger more um, tipping points, which means consequences we can no longer stop, so runaway climate change. So it, it's a very big deal. But the people who negotiate against it are not properly educated, I believe, because they will also be impacted. It's not like they're going to be exempted because they have a lot of money or something. So, I mean, it's it's a massive um, education um, issue, and, and the education is coming literally from the ground up, from the activists who are there. I mean, there are 600 cl- uh, um, fossil fuel lobbyists this year at COP27. The thing is sp- sponsored by the fossil fuel industry. So, you know, it's 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 a massive <laughs> battle for, for us. And um, they also are bringing greenwashing under the spotlight, mm-hmm. which I think is a wonderful thing um, in the Integrity Matters um, report where to prevent um, dishonest climate accounting. So we know that greenwashing is where people say, Oh, I recycle so I'm green. Mm-hmm. So this is where often big corporations make false claims that they that, that they are taking climate action. Meantime, they are avoiding reducing emissions me- meaningfully. So you can't, um, you know, the one ha- hand must know what the other hand does. Otherwise, you are out of integrity. And the other good thing also in this line that came out is that they, there is resistance to carbon removals. You know, a lot of people have been saying uh, we can keep emitting because we are also paying for offsetting. So now if you take a fossil fuel company, they keep emitting, but they are also paying people to to plant trees and they take that as offsetting. So it's like you have this massive um, overdraft or debt and you are not paying off your debt, but you keep spending the same amount. That's not going to get rid of the debt. And we have a debt with the earth that we need to pay off. Speaking of debt, Alma, I mean, the, the, the World Bank report says we need, as South Africa, uh, over $800 billion, or billion rand, I beg your pardon, if we're going to be able to deal with what we need to deal with. We're currently sitting with the problems we already have. Uh, the, we know the Treasury released the details of our national debt that's sitting at 272.5 billion US dollars. That's into the trillions of rands. So you imagine this somehow will have to get pushed down the rung of the level of importance. And that in itself is also a catastrophe. That is a catastrophe. That is what we call a conundrum. Yeah. <laughs> There's no solution for that. Um, 
And of course, if you, um, it's always, it's also not going to be handouts. It's going to be more loans. Mm -hmm. And I don't think we can possibly take on more loans. So my personal opinion is that we, that we must stop waiting for funding. There's a lot that we can already do domestically. I mean, there are many unemployed people who could be pulled into um, green energy, green projects, looking, uh, sorting out the rivers. I mean, our rivers are in a terrible state, looking after the um, uh, the, 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 the wetlands, etc. cetera, um, pull people into agroecology, rather spend money on starting to do all the right things. And there is a groundswell of that. A lot of us are doing lots of things. I just feel every citizen must be on board. Every citizen must be in some other green team doing some other good thing. And then we can actually show the world what can be done. So that's the good news here in an otherwise rather morbid story. We don't mean for it to be morbid, but at the end of the day, the answer is you and I, Alma. That's really the answer. Exactly. I mean, I almost want to say, I mean, it's all about integrity. You know, I can't sit and complain about all these things when I am as guilty as ever. If I am not constantly reducing my footprint and looking at where my money goes, because every cent you spend is mostly um, triggers more more um, climate change. So it's for everybody. It's, it's an inside story for all of us to see, okay, what is my contribution going to be? How am I going to actively offset these things by, you know, planting planting trees and uh, clearing the rivers, cleaning the beaches, looking at sorting out our ecology, Conserving um, um, nature in my own in my own garden. If you combine all those things together and make sure that you are at least on the right path and constantly doing more every week, you can ask yourself, well, what can I do better this week? Is there something in my house that still stands on standby that could actually be off? And there's just endless things that could be done. I mean, then we get to, if I can close with some good news on, from our Facebook page, and that is um, the Belgium new young, the youngest, um, I think, minister there's ever been, Zakia Katiabi, has suggested that ecocide becomes part of the domestic penal code in, in, in Belgium. Now, ecocide means killing nature. Imagine if that becomes a punishable offense worldwide, then we will recover from this. You can see that story um, on uh, the Green Times' Facebook page. And there's a picture of the very self-same uh, Belgian uh, leader on that uh, Facebook page. And I'm also on thegreentimes.co.za where you can find plenty of stories to guide you. And it, once you've read the stories, you can ask yourself the question, maybe sit around the dinner table and challenge your family and say, what can, as a family, what can we do to be part of the solution? I'm Apollo. Thanks for guiding us in the right way. Thanks for our standing uh, publication, thegreentimes.co.za. Have yourself a really beautiful and uh, green Wednesday. Have an awesome day. Bye. This insert was brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za.